Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America Wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio. 6.30 Chad. 105 in Edmonton Hour number two of Oilers Now. Brought to you by our title sponsor Digitex. Who wish you and yours all the best during these challenging and uncertain times. Digitex is Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Uh, momentarily, we'll go back on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline with Mark Spector. Specs Parents brought to you by Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live racing Fridays and Sunday evenings out at Century Mile to comply with AHS regulations. No spectators at this time, but you can go online uh, at hpibet.com to watch and wager. We'll also get to some more texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. However, at this time, uh, the Edmonton Eskimos have just pushed out a release. The uh, They're no longer the Eskimos. The Edmonton football team discontinues use of the name Eskimos. Uh, the release says the Eskimo, the Edmonton Eskimo Football Club Board of Directors has made the decision to discontinue the use of the word Eskimo in the team's name. Since adopting the name over 100 years ago, our club and its uh, predecessor organizations have celebrated the hardiness and the spirit of those who live in the North. Uh, the team's uh, values of community integrity respect and inclusion will not change with this decision our club launched an extensive research and engagement process on the name three years ago with an emphasis of listening to inuit communities uh, we t- undertook this comprehensive effort to meet our commitment to continue our tradition uh, being responsive to community perspectives uh, The club will undertake a comprehensive engagement process on a new name. That process will include research and engagement with seasoned seat holders, casual ticket purchasers, and partners. In the meantime, the club will use the names EE football team and Edmonton football team. They are no longer the Eskimos. As we bring in Mark Spector for the horses and horse race in Alberta. Spec, for me, it was time. It's simply, it's time the direction we're going it's time and uh my concern isn't about the name of the team my concern is about the long-term viability of the canadian football league and i say that as you know 630 chet and chorus this radio station has been a tremendous partner to that organization for a long time but I, i i love canadian football maybe not quite as much as i love ncaa college football these days but i love football as a whole uh Give me your perspective on it. Well, I think I think where we're at, Bob, is you know every team in every league, from the Frolunda Indians in Sweden to the Cleveland Indians to the Redskins to the 
Blackhawks to the Eskimos. I think what we've passed time on is naming, you know, making mascots out of cultures and out of, you know, identifiable groups of people, right? You know, making making a mascot and, and naming our team after, you know, whichever identifiable group you want to name. I think I think that's what's come to an end, and. You know, you wait and see. Like no one, no one, no new expansion team is going to be called, you know, the whatevers, the, the Englishmen or the Irishmen or the Indians or the Blackhawks. Those days, I think, have passed us by. We're done with them, and I don't blame the Eskimos. I mean, we 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 did a lot of things in the, you know, in the '40s that we don't do now. We used a lot of words even when you and I were kids that you don't use now, and and the language changes and acceptable words change things we used to say you know our parents and our teachers used to say to us we don't say them anymore and now the Eskimos has become one of those things uh, I'm sad to see the name go I grew up with that name I was as big an Eskimo fan in that not whole gang as any guy that walks the streets in this town uh, but it won't affect my viability for going to games I won't I, I certainly would not go to a game because the team has a new name uh, to me I still love the three down game and uh, I'll go to a game any day all right, again, the Eskimos putting out a tweet that says our board of directors has made the decision to discontinue the use of the word Eskimo in the team name. will be known now as the Edmonton football team or EE football team while we go through the process of determining a new name befitting our storied team. I'm like you, Speck. I mean, you know, I had teachers um, that were current Eskimo players. Dale, Dale Potter was my grade eight teacher out of <laughs> Fultonvale. Uh, and obviously, you know, all those years I did play by play of the Golden Bears and coming across, you know, Tom Wilkinson and half his coaching staff were alumni from those Eskimo teams. And so great appreciation for the, the tradition. I mean, you and me were spoiled. We grew up. This is something the younger guys don't get. Like, 78 to 82, I was, you know, 12 to 16 watching the greatest dynasty in CFL history play. And so special for sure. Mark, I hit on something else, though. I mentioned my greater concern is about the long-term viability of the Canadian Football League. Do you agree or like I, I'm I'm serious. I'm a, I'm a little nervous about where this, you know, I was Interested yesterday to see that Winnipeg's, uh, you know, the Premier of Manitoba has expressed interest for Winnipeg to be a hub city for CFL. I want to see CFL uh, playing this year. I want to see Morley and Dave calling some games on 630 Chad uh, from a hub city. Are you concerned at all? Well, listen, of all the leagues that, that can't afford, you know, a, a prolonged period with no revenue, the CFL is that, you know, they're the littlest brother <laughs> in all these leagues, right? You know, NHL franchises are, you know, what are the Oilers worth? Who knows? Seven, eight hundred million dollars, right? What are the Eskimos worth? A heck of a lot less than that. So, you know, they get their players from the States. This whole COVID thing has really, really been tough because you can't play Canadian football without a lot of American players. Uh, they don't make enough money this year. A lot of guys are going to look at what, what they're going to get paid to come up here and play six games ago. Why would I quit my job to do that? Uh, long term, Bob, you know, we know where it's going, right? Today's kids, like my boys, my boys are, uh, excuse me, someone's just phoning me. My boys are not, they like the CFL a lot, but they love the NFL. 
And I think that's kind of where it's going. A lot of the CFL fans, it's kind of like curling. You look in the seats at Commonwealth, and I know the Eskimos fight this all the time, Bob, but you look through those seats at Commonwealth, and there's a lot of guys our age and older in there, and they need to find some people in their 20s no to watch that league, right? No question. And, yeah. I mean, that's, you know, when, when you explain to maybe guys in their 20s how, you know, like, Vince Ferragamo left the NFL to come play for Montreal as a starting quarterback in the National Football League. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and I, I mean, at one point, I don't know, at one point, player, because of how the NFL rules work in their CBA, uh, something about year four for a guy, there has to be a substantial salary increase in the NFL. And mm-hmm. so what ends up happening is it was more beneficial to, uh, for for a player to play in the CFL if he couldn't make the cut as a fourth year NFL player uh, because of how their seat, then, then to, to, you know, to duke it out in the States, right? There are lots more opportunities in Canada. I don't get the sense it's the same way anymore. Uh, and I mean, the salary cap was obviously, it's it's minuscule. What is it, five and a half million bucks? Does that sound about right for CFL? include coaches and trainers and equipment guys and and even there and len rhodes played a factor in that when he was the uh eskimo ceo but even then then there was a cap on the coaching staff you know Mm -hmm. and and so an organization like edmonton that draws better and that's you just mentioned those numbers about you know the attendance and like you and me grew up watching the eskimos mark when there was fifty five thousand people yeah yeah i remember they brought montreal in for a uh pre-season game one day Bob a pre-season game Montreal came out and they had like I think it started with six the crowd yeah. <laughs> you know I'll, I'll definitely... 59 eight or something but like the, that's what it was but you know what Bob it's 2020 who cares what we did in 1980 right that was 40 years ago brother that that you know Commonwealth Stadium was filled with 55,000 people that 100 percent 40. 40 years ago, man. It was awesome. My memories are strong and good, but do they matter today? It don't matter one bit. It's what's going on today that matters to CFL. Cactus Jack says, Bob, save the CFL, legalize sports wagering, not government run uh, with very sketchy odds. Nobody will turn off Edmonton against the BC Lions if they have real cash on it. Some might say that's the way to go. So, uh, again, the Eskimos... No longer the Eskimos. Uh, the board of directors for the Edmonton Eskimos saying it point blank. We're known as the E football team. Mark, uh, we're going to let you head off into the uh, conference call. Thanks for joining us once again on today's edition of Oilers Now. All right, Bobby. Talk to you again. That is Mark Spector for the Horses in Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live racing Fridays and Sunday evenings to comply with AHS regulations. No spectators at this time at Century Mile. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. 
the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. But you can go online at hbibet.com to watch and wager. We'll take a couple minute time out. You're listening to Oilers now. Hi, I'm James Neal from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. It's 117 in Edmonton. Let's bang off some text here. And uh, we might get you a little bit of an audio clip that's pretty interesting as well. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It's 117 in Edmonton. This is Oilers Now. Just did 45 minutes with Mark Spector for the horses and horse race in Alberta. Bob and Brendan, I don't care what they end up calling the Edmonton football team. I'll still cheer for them, says Glenn the bartender. My concern is all the good work the Eskimos did for northern communities because of their team name. Will they still have the incentive to continue with such works if the name doesn't reflect those communities? Uh, yes, and I'll tell you why. Because, you know what? The Edmonton Oilers are not just the city of Edmonton's team. It's oil country's team, and that extends into the northern part of the province. And you can extend that metaphor, I would think, for the Edmonton football team as well. Uh, Shaner has texted the show to say, Bob, only four cities care about the CFL. They must adapt and become the NFL feeder league and play April to September. Shaner, I would tell you that you would be met with significant resistance uh, having that perspective. There you go. You can text us at 780-496-0063. Hi, Bob. Everybody is entitled to their own opinion. Mine, no dollars out of my pocket for the CFL or ever watch a game again. Wonder if Dallas will have to change their name from Mike in Drumheller. Are you seeing the Dallas Cowboys? Is that is is Cowboys now considered a, I don't know, I don't know. Is that what you're inferring, or the Dallas Stars, or the Dallas Mavericks? I'm trying to th- which which Dallas team. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Ashley Five Floors text line. Corey says, Bob, Jonathan Taze unfit to practice. Hmm. Corey, I got no clue. I got no idea. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, do you think the CFL uh, would survive if it ever, or uh, would it ever adopt four downs? Well, you're kind of along the same lines there of what the previous texter was saying, going more of an American feeder system. I, I, I don't know if there's a lot of appetite for that uh, throughout uh, much of the Canadian Football League current uh, power structure that's in place. DC says, hey, Bob, just get rid of one line on the logo from the last E. Call them the Edmonton Fury football club from dc don't see it don't see it i think there'll be you know edmonton express the edmonton empire something like that bob the cfl minimum is sixty-five thousand canadian the nfl practice squad salary is 136 thousand u.s i know it has something to do with the the fourth year rule Paul, as an environmentalist, I will be starting a campaign to rename the Oilers. We can't continue to support oil in today's climate. That one comes to us from Paul. Okay, Paul. 
Hey, Bob, does the uh, nickname City of Champs discriminate against losers? Just a joke for your enjoyment. Again, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Guys are getting very creative. Connor McDavid had an interesting comment. He did a Zoom call today. Uh, Brendan, you've got the clip ready for us. Good to go here? I do. It's it's ready to rock. This is quite humorous. You probably should, but uh don't have a lot of faith in the media voting, so uh, I, don't, uh, I don't know who's going to win, but uh, it should be Leon. I think the players will get it right and they'll vote Leon, but you never know what that media is. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> Now, was he half joking, do you think? And half serious? Yeah, there was something tongue-in-cheek there. For there sure. was some tongue-in-cheek there? Yeah. Uh... Now, let me ask you this. I mean, basically what he's insinuating there is that the Ted Lindsay Award maybe means a little bit more to the player or the recipient than the heart because of who votes on it, right? You'd maybe more want the approval of your peers than the sports writers. Is that fair to say? Uh... I would suggest that's probably the case, but the Hart Trophy has significantly more. Uh, I would you not agree? The Hart Trophy has more impact. Absolutely, I think it's more prestigious that way. But just in terms of how the players maybe feel about it, I wonder whether there's a disconnect. Uh, it's sort of what Connor's joking about there, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, there's there's different strata too of media, right? Like there's a difference between. And and things have changed, and I feel bad for a lot of the ink-stained wretches out there, uh, the media brethren that are primarily, uh, you know, uh, writers, though many of them now, ironically, are podcasters, um, because their impact is different than it was, Brendan, 20 to 25 to 30 years ago just because of the immediacy of everything. Like, there's some really talented bloggers out there on the Oilers that really put a lot of work into things and uh, break things down. And, 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 and some guys, you know, don't have – they might not have the access to the key decision makers, but they maybe make up for that in terms of the amount of analytics work that they do. Now, some of the analytics might be completely dubious. Uh, but others might tell a real telltale toll. Um, and so I think the, you know, the whole industry's changed. I mean, Twitter. I, I watch how guys deploy Twitter. Like, I'm not a guy that wants to tw- uh, tweet 24 times a day and tell you everything that's happening during the course of the day. There are people that like to do that. Um, there might be some times I wish I would tweet on some issues, but I'm just like, eh, you know. Uh, <laughs> sometimes on the labor negotiation front, I always find that interesting, especially if people actually knew what was happening uh, in this province at times. But that's another story for another time. What do you got for me? Have we got some Eskimo stuff coming uh, we down do, the pipe we, too? we have some audio here, Bob, and it's it's about four minutes long. This is the opening of the press conference that we, uh, we decided not to air, but rather sort of encapsulate the first uh, couple of minutes for the listeners. So do you want to throw the... Throw to that right now? Now, is this Chris Preston? This this is Janice Agrios from the Eskimos. All right, here we go. This is a very important day in the history of our football club. The Edmonton Eskimo Football Club will be discontinuing the use of the word Eskimo in its name. This team is the most successful franchise 
in modern Canadian Football League history. Like many Edmontonians, the Edmonton Eskimos have always been part of my life. My father became one of the Nervous Nine group of directors in the 1960s, shortly before I was born. And I started attending games when I was about 10 years old back in Clark Stadium. To those of us who spent our formative years bundling up to sit in the stands and cheer on our team in below zero temperatures, the name Eskimos meant tough, resilient, never give up. It also meant community and respect. We identified with this name. In recent years, however, we've come to understand the concerns with the name. We know that those who originally named the team did not intend to be disrespectful or derogatory. In fact, the very opposite. They were proud to associate themselves with such a resilient nor Northern people. The alliteration of the two words are a Northern location. The name felt like a natural fit. However, while we might relate to Inuit values, that doesn't mean we can continue to use this name. Today culminates a long journey. Some people have suggested that our research and engagement efforts were just optics, trying to justify keeping the name. Nothing could be further from the truth. Our board and our management spent countless hours over several years seeking to understand the views of the Inuit and the community at large. Our process included extensive travel to many northern communities. It also included formal opinion research to understand the views of Inuit Canadians. As we have shared previously, there is no consensus among the Inuit, just as there is no consensus among other Canadians. Given that lack of consensus earlier this year, we made a decision to retain the name while we continue to engage and build relationships with Inuit communities. But 2020 is already a year of unprecedented upheaval. Our most recent opinion research shows plainly that views are shifting quickly. People who defended the name only a year ago are less comfortable with it now. Institutions are being renamed around the world. The change to our name is part of a sweeping societal change. Thank you to those members of the Inuit community who spent time sharing their views with us over the past three years. To those Inuit who told us they loved having a football team called the Eskimos, we hope that we can continue to be your team. To those who were offended by the name, we have heard you and recognize your concerns. This team is so much more than its name. This team leads the league for championships in the modern era. It won an incredible five great cups in a row. It's the world's northernmost football team. And it's a leader in hands-on engagement in the community. Changing our name will not change our core identity or the values we stand for. Resilience, strength, respect, and community. A great team for a great city. The exciting but tough part comes next finding a new name for this great organization.
And we, uh, I have not been privy to the details of a timeline for that, but you can bet the Eskimos are going to take their time. That was board chair Janice Agrios. We are going to head off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Bring it back with Sportsnet's Chris Johnston on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.